Good morning, New Age Coaches. What is going on? Welcome to the New Age Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Will, and it's been a while. I've only been like posting weekly <laughs> lately, and you know what? It's because like in business, as you guys know, as, as online coaches, there's seasons. There's seasons where you're going to be putting out a lot of content. There's seasons where you're going to be retreating a little bit and just learning and doing your own thing and fulfilling your clients and building your business behind the scenes. And that was essentially the season I've been in for the past month and a half, to be honest. If you're a new age coach, you know I, I made the majority of the new age coach online modules for the people who are in the new age coach program. Um, and then I went on this absolute tear of coaching fulfillment and then learning and that's it like I I almost cut everything else you probably realize I've been a little bit quieter on Instagram on Facebook and things like that because number one I just want to get my clients freaking amazing results and nothing else matters to me than that and then number two as you know because I always preach this the only way for my business to grow, and same with your businesses, is if you develop yourself. And I went on an absolute tear of developing myself. And I, I've taken these different courses. I've been meeting with these different mentors. I'm looking at my desk right now. I've got so many books on, on sales, on leadership, on mindset, on diet even. I'm going on an absolute tear in terms of brain foods and just understanding how to optimize performance. And I'm leveling myself up. I'm absolutely leveling myself up because I know if I do that, then the New Age Coach program as a whole is going to level up as well. And that's my goal. And that's my goal. So that's what I've been doing for the past month and a half. I know this is essentially a daily podcast and it will get back to that. <laughs> but there's going to be a lot of new content coming out based off of a lot of the, the new teachings that I've been learning over the last little while. And if you're a New Age Coach, there's going to be some new New Age Coach modules coming out as well this week and next week as well as inside of the Facebook group I'm going to be a lot more frequent in there with different trainings and I'm going to go I'm going to be going deep on this very topic as well I just want to hit on it with this podcast warm myself up a little bit and then if you're a new age coach this will be inside of the Facebook group in a lot more detail with slides with me showing you on a whiteboard and really mapping this out for you to really fundamentally understand how to overcome these common objections. And the reason why I think this is so important is because there are three, there are three common objections that, that come up frequently, that come up very, very frequently. And there are so many online coaches that I see that know them and probably know that they might come up with certain people, but still aren't that equipped to overcome them. And it's hard not to take it personally. It's hard to understand where they're really coming from. And fundamentally, it's hard to understand that it's not a surface level issue. <laughs> it's a deeper issue. It's not because they really don't have the money. It's not because they really have to talk to their spouse. It's not because they really don't have the time. It's because of a deeper issue. And, and I'm going to get into that in this podcast today. It might be a little bit of a longer one, but that's exactly what we're going to get over. Side note, before I even get into today's topic, mm, just enjoying this amazing coffee. And yesterday, honestly, this was my dream. Yesterday, we went to Ashley, my girlfriend's parents, went to their place. Um, they live on, like, we, we live out in the country, right? They live out on, like, 
I think it's 24. I'm not sure exactly. I think it's 24 or 30 acres of land. And they've got like, it's just like a tiny little, pro- well, it's not tiny. It's a pretty big property. Um, but then all of the other acres are just like straight up forest. And we brought Finn. They have their dog, Jack. We just let the dogs run. We went on this big hike. We, he had, he just bought chickens. My girlfriend's dad, Ash, um, he just bought some chickens and they laid fresh eggs. We got some fresh eggs. They live like, Oh, such a cool lifestyle. They're literally just living off the land. We got these big, thick steaks from the market and we cooked them on the open fire outside and then took them inside. We ate them like, oh man, honestly, that's my dream. I love that. I want to be able to like live comfortably. Like I'm not really a flashy guy. You guys probably know that. I just want to live comfortably and like live off the land, like have a have a good sustainable lifestyle like that and yesterday because the weather's finally getting nice here in Canada we're able to do stuff like that outside and it was uh it was just a dream day absolutely loved it so anyway that was yesterday and yeah I'm so full from that it was literally a pound of meat um and uh yeah I uh all I need is coffee probably for the first half of my day today because I am full still digesting that I'm not gonna lie (laughs) anyway whole point of that was to say, I hope you're enjoying your coffee. Let's strap in. This is probably the longest intro I've ever had for a podcast. And now we're going to get into the content. So I'll be honest with you guys. If you're driving, um, if you're walking your dog, which is usually when I like to listen to podcasts, I would, I would star this one. I would, I would note this, this one podcast down and re-listen to it when you get back to the office, re-listen to it when you get to your desk, because Honestly, this can be a game changer for your sales and your overall experience selling your coaching. And I think you should definitely take some notes. So when we understand objections and also motivations for buying, there are kind of four quadrants, if you will. <clears throat> so, so picture a square, picture a square, actually draw out a square and divide it up into four different quadrants within the squares. So you've got four quadrants there, okay? So on the top left-hand corner, I want you to write tangible. And on the bottom left-hand corner, I want you to write intangible. And these are reasons people don't buy. These are objections. So they're either tangible objections or intangible objections. So something that is easy to understand, something that is more of a deeper thing that you need to understand. And then on the other side of the quadrant, I want you to write down inner and on the bottom, write outer, inner and outer. And these are reasons people buy. These are motivations, inner motivations and outer motivations for why people buy. And we're going to talk about these two categories of objections. And then we're going to talk about the two categories of motivation to leverage during your sales call. Okay. So Starting with the motivations, let's start, start with the, uh, the right-hand side of the quadrant here. Starting with motivations, why people buy, the inner reasons why people buy, and you guys should definitely know this by now, are, especially in the health and fitness industry, are kind of comes down to three main things. Number one, confidence. Number one, confidence. They want that inner confidence. Why else would they be interested in your coaching? Why else would they want to buy your coaching? They want confidence, number one, in themselves. That's what they kind of want to achieve. But also, number two, they want confidence and faith in your ability to control something, their fitness program, getting them from point A to point B. 
they want to know that there's a plan of action. <laughs> they want to know that there's a system here that they're following. And then number two, significance. This is one of the most important ones, one of the, the biggest inner motivations for people to buy. This is a place where it, in their lives, this is one of the most important things. Like they want to feel significant to their wife, to their husband, to their girlfriend, to their boyfriend, to their kids, to their coworkers, whatever it may be. I think that's one of the most overlooked ones. They want to feel significant. We as humans want to feel significant. That's a major inner motivation for buying. And self-image. What do they think about themselves? This is probably one of the deepest ones and the most important ones. Self-image. Micro-credibility. I had this conversation with a client the other day who wasn't, she's probably listening to this right now, who wasn't following through with some of the stuff that we set out. I said, this is detrimental to your self-image because you're not creating that micro-credibility with yourself. Anyway, that's, that's for a different topic. <laughs> but inner motivations, confidence, write this down, confidence, significance, self-image. Now, the outer motivations that they have, why reasons would buy, people would buy your program, is because of things like stuff, like we're talking about, like, I don't know, maybe now they feel significant enough to buy things like houses, cars, watches, furniture, whatever it may be. Experiences. Maybe now that they're fit and healthy, they can actually go on that vacation with their friends and family and enjoy it and take off their shirt at the beach. And now they have better memories about it. And status. What do other people think about me? Not just what do I think about myself, which is inner. Now this is outer. And in the health and fitness industry, this is probably one of the biggest ones. What do other people think about me? What does Bob from accounting think about me when I walk down the office hallway? What does Sharon from HR think about me when I lose 20 pounds and my face looks a lot leaner and I walk past her office every day at 10 p.m.? Status. So those are the outer reasons why people would buy. Stuff, experiences, and status. And you guys need to understand these motivations. If you don't understand these motivations, how do you expect to sell anything? So those are, those are reasons why people will buy. And what you can sell a lot better when you understand why people actually take action. And notice what I didn't say in there. Notice I didn't say they're going to buy because you communicated what your program was well. <laughs> notice I didn't say they're going to buy because they get 12 weeks of one-on-one -on -one coaching with you, because they get phone calls with you because you're calculating their macros, because you're customizing their workouts, because you're using Trainerize instead of True Coach or True Coach instead of Trainerize. I didn't say any of that stuff because it doesn't matter. That's the secret. So now let's get into the objections, okay? So in each quadrant here, again, there are three main objections in each quadrant. So in the first one, let's go over the tangible objections. Okay. So these are the three that I started off the podcast with and the three that you probably know very well. And, and you've probably gotten multiple, multiple times. And maybe this has lost you sales in the past time. Number one is time. These are reasons why people don't buy. I'm not ready. Let's talk in three weeks. Oh, let's talk on May 1st. Oh, let's do it June 1st. Oh, let's do it in New Year's. Oh, it's not a good time for me right now. Work is busy. Oh, I'm an accountant. I'm preparing taxes right now. Let's do it later. I'm way too busy. Time. Number two, people. This is a huge one for one client in particular. I don't know if you're listening. Um, I'll just say it, Brittany. What's up, Brittany? <laughs> um, people in particular. I need to talk to my spouse about it. 
I need to talk to my husband. I need to talk to my wife. I need to talk to, I don't know, God. I need to talk to whatever, whatever. I need to talk to someone about it, people. Money, I can't afford it right now. Maybe later. I can't work it into my expenses. It's just not a good time with taxes coming up. Whatever it may be, those are the three tangible objections that you'll get. Now let's go deeper. Okay, what are the intangible objections that you're going to get? Again, three main ones. And I hope you guys are writing this down because this might be a hard podcast to listen to if you're not. <laughs> intangible ones. Belief, alignment, and desire. Belief. They might not believe in their ability to implement your coaching. Or they might not even believe in your coaching. <laughs> they might not even think it really works. They've seen your testimonials, but they don't believe it. They hopped on a one-on-one -on -one call with you, but they're not totally sold because maybe you didn't show up with enough confidence and enough certainty in your voice, which is actually big. Belief, intangible reasons why people don't buy. Number one, belief. Number two, alignment. And this is kind of a tricky one because it's, it's hard to gauge. Maybe you just straight up don't jive with them or they don't jive with you. Misalignment of principles, misalignment of outcome. Maybe they don't really understand the need of coaching right now. Maybe some people just straight up don't need coaching that bad, which sometimes happens. Sometimes happens. Sometimes someone like legit is in an okay place. They could probably go it alone. So why are you forcing them to buy coaching? <laughs> Seriously, you don't, you don't close 100% of your, your conversations. So if it feels like you're forcing something, don't force it. Maybe it's out of alignment. That's number two. And then number three, desire. Ooh, this is a big one. I don't want it bad enough or I'm not in enough pain, essentially would be what they're saying. Like, do you really need to coach this person if they really don't really want it that bad? It sounds like you want it more than they want it. That's not a good client. That's not a good person to sign on. You have to be okay with letting that person go. You have to be okay with that saying, okay, you know what? Let's, uh, let's set another conversation for 30 days from now because they're going to realize 30 days from now that they're continually spinning their wheels, that they're continually not getting to where they want to go. So <clears throat> we went through the entire quadrant, all three tangible and intangible objections and motivations for why people buy for why people buy. Now, what I'm about to do now in this part of, this, of the podcast is that I'm going to show you how all of them are interrelated. All of them are connected. And I want you to legitimately draw lines, draw lines between the quadrants and understand how these are connected because they all are. They all are. Are you guys ready? <laughs> so each one shadows the other. Each objection shadows an intangible objection. Each motivation, inner motivation, shadows an outer motivation. So it's like we're kind of going surface level, then we're going deeper. We're going surface level, then we're going deeper. So for example, let's go over the objections first, and then we can get into the motivations. So let's start with time, okay? So why would someone have a time objection? Oh, I don't have time right now. Oh, it's tax season. I can't do it right now. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, let's do it again in the fall. Summer's really busy for me with kids and blah, blah, blah. Time. So time is a shadow objection for desire, okay? 
connect this dot, time and desire. It's not that they don't have time, it's that they don't want something bad enough or they're in not enough pain. Like, doesn't, doesn't that make sense? Like, obviously, if you want it bad enough, you're gonna goddamn find the time. If you wanna grow your business, you're gonna find the time to do it. You're gonna wake up earlier, you're gonna go to bed later. If someone wants your health and fitness coaching program, they're gonna find the time to implement it. So they're not in enough pain or they just straight up don't want it bad enough. Maybe they need to spin their wheels a little bit more and understand that they're really not getting anywhere. They really do need you. So the tangible shadow roadblocks are typically used to reflect a deeper underlying objection. Totally understand this. Now let's go through the next one. People, I need to talk to my husband. I need to talk to my wife. So this objection is connected to the intangible objection of alignment. They don't usually really need someone's buy-in or permission, if you will, because they're concerned about something and need someone else to make sure that they're in alignment, okay? So they're not sure if this is like a good fit for them. They're not sure if, is this like in alignment with my principles? Is this something that like I can do, I can see success on? Is like they're, they're almost, they're not asking for permission. They're just saying, oh, you know what, hubby or wifey? <laughs> like, is this, is this me? Like, is this something I can do? Like, it's, they, they want to make sure this is in alignment and they don't think it is with themselves. They need to talk to someone else to get that confirmation. So that's an alignment issue. I need to talk to my wife. I need to talk to my husband. It's an alignment issue. They're concerned about something else. Okay. So you need to make sure that you clearly communicate why this coaching is perfect for them. Not for any busy mom, not for any busy corporate professional, but specifically for Jackie from Montana, specifically for Jack from New England, specifically for Will from Ontario. Communication. And then money. Money. I don't have the money. I can't afford it. It's a tough time right now. I got too much going on. Money is a shadow objection, as you know, because there's only two more left <laughs> to connect. Money is a shadow objection for belief. If you 100% believe that you give someone $100 and they're going to give you $110, you'd do it. You'd do it because you believe it. People will always find a way to figure it out if they know they're going to get a return, if they know they're going to get a result, if they believe that they can get from point A to point B. So if they don't fully believe that, if they're not in total alignment with that, then eh, you know what? I can't afford it right now. It's a way out. Why are they looking for a way out? They're looking for a way out because they don't believe they can afford it. They don't believe that they can get to where they want to go. They don't believe that they can see the results. It's a belief thing. It's not a money thing. It's a belief thing. So once you work through their finances and you come to the conclusion that you actually can afford it, then you're going to realize that, oh, it actually wasn't a money thing in any way. It was a belief thing. Instead of trying to come back and figure out ways for them to afford it, I should have showed more testimonials or I should have gone deeper in how my past client, Karen, who was, who was in an exact same position as this person, Jackie, saw amazing results too. And she also told me that she couldn't afford it, but she signed on anyway. She took action. 
And here's a picture of her. I just texted it to you. And this is how she saw amazing results from my specific system XYZ, which is perfect for your lifestyle as well. Okay, so those are the objections. And now you understand how the tangible objections, time, people and money are straight up directly connected to belief, alignment and desire. Remember the tangible shadow roadblocks are always used to reflect a deeper underlying objection. So important. So important to understand these these deeper underlying connections because it's really, really important to use to overcome these objections. Because I think a lot of online coaches, they hear the objection and then they try to overcome the surface level objection. But remember, the surface level objection is a decoy for the deeper objection. For the deeper objection. So why I wanted to talk about this today on this podcast is because learning how to incorporate the right amount of inner and outer motivators is so important and directly aligning it to the person you're talking to. If you have a script, like for example, all my clients, I, I give them the New Age Coach closing script. I say to each client and in my videos when they watch it, this is a great outline. This is, in my opinion, the best outline to get someone on your coaching program. But it's only 80% complete. The other 20% is you being in the moment with it, you editing it to make sure that it's perfect for what you have to offer. And it's going to change for every call that you're on because you need to use whoever applicants or, or prospect specific situation, you need to reiterate it to them. You need to directly correlate how your coaching will help this one person, not the average person, but this one person. Because this is how you can overcome these deeper objections. This is how you can get to where you want to go. And it's so important to realize. So important to realize. And even with the motivations, like the inner motivations and the outer motivations, like confidence, significance, self-image, stuff, experiences, and status, for your marketing, for attracting these ideal types of clients to you, it's not necessarily... <laughs> It's not necessarily counting calories. It's not necessarily macros. It's not necessarily workouts, bench pressing, trying to increase your cardiovascular levels, whatever it may be. It's what that does in return. It's how it creates more confidence in someone's life, creates more significance in their life, increases their self-image, changes their identity to become the type of person that they want to become. And what does that allow them to do? It allows them to buy that house. It allows them to get that promotion at work, buy that car, look badass in that Jeep or that convertible with the top off because now they have abs. Now they, they're fit and healthy. <laughs> they, they can go on vacation and forget about um, the, the insecurities that they had when they used to take off their shirt. And they can actually create good family memories and status. Now they know that they don't have to be worried about what other people think of them anymore because they've changed their self-image. They know that they look good. They can strut their stuff. They can, honestly, guys, they can live the life they've always wanted to live. And understanding these quadrants is what's going to, number one, make your marketing way better. But also, number two, could probably double your current sales rate, your sales closing percentage. So with that being said, guys, 
I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I wanted to go deep on it because <laughs> I think objections are like the biggest landmine in online health and fitness coaching. It's, it's something that commonly comes up and I think it's the most confusing, confusing aspect of online coaching for a lot of online coaches. They kind of understand how to market, they understand how to get people on phone call, understand how to communicate, but man, those objections can be stingers. <laughs> and annoying. I get it. But it's all about developing yourself to become the type of coach and more importantly, business leader who's well equipped and has the knowledge, the tools, the understanding to overcome them. When they see fit, I should, because I should end this by saying, I think of a, a lot of online coaches live in this fantasy world where if they book a phone call, if they, if they don't get the sale, it's like life or death. Oh my God, the sky is falling. Guys, a good closing percentage is 30%. That means out of every 10 calls, you're closing three of them. You don't want to force someone into your coaching program who's not a good fit. You don't want to use the objection handling that I just went over. You don't want to use that on people who aren't a good fit for your coaching just because you need the money or just because you want the sale. You want to use that, what I just equipped you with. You want to use these tools, this understanding, with people who would be a badass fit, with people who you know is absolutely perfect. They fit like a glove with your online coaching. They just need to understand how they can make it work. They just need a little bit more love, a little bit more understanding on how exactly this can work for them. Only use it on prospects like that. Do not use it just to make money. Do not use it just to get random people in your program because I guarantee you, and I can speak from experience, guarantee you it's just gonna result in you pulling your hair out because you're, you're not a good fit for this person and you're going to spend three months trying to coach them and it's going to be like pulling teeth or they're just straight up going to ask for a refund at some point. <laughs> so, and I can tell you from experience. So use this wisely. Remove yourself from the outcomes, but that doesn't mean don't develop yourself and continue to learn and grow about sales and objections because you can become a master at it and still remove yourself from the outcome. Do not attach yourself to the outcome. Because if you attach yourself to the outcome, this is for another podcast, but if you attach yourself to the outcome, then you're going to lose the love for coaching. Like I said, this is going to be another podcast, but when you attach yourself to money, when you attach yourself to the sale and you put all this pressure and anxiety on the outcome of this sale, you're losing sight of why you even got into coaching. You're losing sight of why you're doing what you're doing. And once you lose sight of that, you're dead in the water. <laughs> I know that sounds horrible to, to think about, but I see it happen time and time again. Coaches burn out. Coaches lose the love for it. Coaches realize, oh, this is harder than I thought. But you need to detach yourself from the outcome of a sale and just love the process. Fall in love with the process. Remember why you're doing this. Remember why you're helping this ideal type of client. Because if you lose sight of that, it's only a matter of time before your business explodes or you explode. <laughs> like, honestly. Again, speaking from experience, I've gone through points in my life, points in my business career kind of like that, where I attached myself to the sale and I got all worked up when people wouldn't buy. And I thought it was a problem with me personally, a personal attack to me. 
But in reality, it was just because I needed to develop the skills. It was just because I wasn't knowledgeable or equipped yet with what exactly I needed to know to get to where I wanted to go, develop my business in the direction that I wanted it to be. That's the difference, guys. That's the difference. If you're a new age coach, you know this, but if you're just if you're someone who just kind of listens to a few of these every so often, the only difference between where you are now and where you want to go in your business career is the development of the necessary skills to get there. That's what it is. You need to level up. You need to do things that you've never done before to get to where you want to go. If you want to sign on with a new age coach, that's awesome. If you want to sign on with another coach, that's awesome. But you need to always be growing. You need to be always improving. And that's why I've gone dark over the past like month because <laughs> I've, I've been doing just that. So with that being said, guys, this is a rather longer podcast, but I wanted to make up for some lost time here. Hope you guys are having an awesome day. I'm going to pour myself another coffee here and uh, get to work. Got a couple client calls coming up, but I hope this was helpful. If it is, tag a friend, share with a fellow online coach, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Bye.